Navelle Provost, former athlete turned entrepreneur. Corvell Beals, I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur, evolving every day. I believe that I'm a business. I'm a businessman. This is not your traditional podcast. The true story of what it is to be a black entrepreneur in Canada. This might not be something you heard before. Whatever you're doing, man, and just come along on this journey with us. Let's get to this bag together. I ain't a business, man. I'm a business, man. Now let me handle my business. Yo, what's happening? What's good? How you doing? Happy Monday. It's your boy, Fell Smooth, back again. Yeah, what's up? It's Cravel. People call me Veli. Some people know me as CB Veli. Whatever it is, I'm him. We back. Episode six. It's episode six? Episode six, man. Yeah, we, last one was five. We breezing through them. Season two. Mm. Shout out to everyone that's been tuning in, rocking with us. You know, as always, man, we open books. If ever you want to holler at us, let us know. We always here to take ideas. Yeah. Um, this episode is a little, actually a little bit about something like that. Yeah, we're going to get into as the seasons continue. We're going to have some guests coming in pretty soon. Mm, some guests, man. Some people to talk about. I don't really like talking about that much. Yeah, exactly. You know, only so much we can say and, mm-hmm. and share. So we want to bring in some others with some thoughts and, and uh, share some ideas with them and hear some of their ideas. So, yeah, if you know of anyone... Let us know. Any people you think we, we, we like to bring on the show, mm. holler at us. Shout out to the Savings Club, man. The Scotian Savings Club. Shout out Club. to the Savings Club. You know, we're a couple of weeks in. Maybe, even like, shoot, oh, man, it's about a month. Yeah, man. Right? It's about rolling. a month. You know what I mean? And we've been just, we ain't the Savings Club, like, you know, in the States or, like, the mm-hmm. the food place or mm-hmm. whatever, like, Costco. Sam Savings Sam, Club. No, we ain't, nah, ain't that. We stacking it up. We should call it the Scotian Stacker Club. Scotian Stacker. Scotian Stackers. Yeah, man. You know, keep saving. Keep stacking your bread. We in it, you know, one month down. For sure. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by the Spray Man. Hey, the Spray Man. Spray Man, yeah. man. You need your car wash. You need your, your house sprayed. The Spray Man got you covered. Yeah. All no, pressure washing goods. Definitely. You know, on the, the main street there, Highway 7. Mm-hmm. He's there, man. He's there, you know, ready to wash your car off. And, you know, as we fall into the winter, like it's getting cold now. Yep. But, you know, when the salt and stuff on the road, he'll pop it up. Spray it off real quick. Spray it you off. You know what I mean? You got you got ATVs. You got dump yeah, trucks. Yeah, dump trucks, all that shit. He gets you sprayed and yeah, spray right. Spray man. Shout out to the spray man. So today's episode, um, we want to switch it up a bit and kind of, like I said, hear, hear, from the, hear from the streets. I always say, say that. Um, so yeah, we, we put something up on Instagram, uh, early on, just getting some questions for people about different stuff and things they wanted to talk about or, or let us share some, li- shed some light on. Mm. Uh, so I got a couple, a couple questions here, a couple of different topics and we just gonna see how many we get through, pick at them and, and see what we got. See, see what we, we can, we can give and share. Yeah. I mean, before we even, you ain't got the answers, Sway. No, no, you know no. What I mean, we ain't got the answers, but. We we can only share our answer, you know what I mean. We're just giving you at you know some game from our perspective. I think there's a lot of perspectives that exist, but yeah, nonetheless, we're gonna try to answer them. I guess the reason why I'm saying that is because ain't no guarantee that what anybody tell you gonna be right. No, you know no. what I mean. So and really, we just opening the conversation. Exactly. Right. We just having a conversation. I don't want you nobody some to thoughts. go. Go and take the shit. Nah, don't do that. And you know, like, oh my god, they said, dude, I don't even know what the questions are. I just yeah. know how people can get. They'll ask you a question, and they'll be like, "You told me to do this. You told me, oh, like, when I tell you to do that." The only like, person you should listen to like that is Jesus. Man. Other than Jesus, 
anyone else tell you something, take it with a grain of salt. If you well, ask, yeah, a, if you ask a, a different right, religion, right. they will tell you, do not listen, listen to, to Jesus. Jesus. So, right. you know, in everything, I think. Everything's in the eyes of the beholder. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All perspective. Exactly. Yeah. So, the first thing that I see here, someone, you know, wants to talk about balance, you know, and specifically maybe directed to us. We got a lot going on, a lot of different businesses, a lot of different Before ideas. You, the, what is the question? The question says balance, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> what else you want me to tell you? So, just say balance. <laughs> they just said. They just said. Well, first I asked. We asked a question. You know, what kind of ideas or topics, right? Or you know, anything that you have for us, shoot it our way. And the person responded, balance. <laughs> so they want to know about balance. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and again, my, my take from it is, you know, we people that got a lot going on, how important it is, is it to balance, mm. you know, business, family, health? What, is, what does that look like? Self. Wealth. Exactly. That might be a slogan. Business, family, health, wealth, wealth. self. Ooh. Yeah. For sure. Got to put that in a wrap. Write that one down. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I I think balance is important. I spoke at a, ba- a youth basketball camp, mm-hmm. maybe March break, Halifax Prep. Dope. And I wouldn't say I was unprepared, mm-hmm. but I went into it kind of like last minute. I guess that's the word. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what do I tell these kids? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, balance. Yeah. And. You know, we talked about it with sports, basketball, and, mm-hmm. like, the key of, like, having balance on the court, but then off the court. And, you know, as I was talking, it turned out to be this really cool thing. Yeah. And the the thing that made it cool was, you know, in any walk of life, you mm-hmm. need balance. Yeah. Too much of anything will have you too tilted to the left or to the right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Too little, same thing. So, you know, I think it's real important to have balance to, to go far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a good piece. And I think, you know, specifically speaking – if we're speaking about our lives and then the lives we live, balance is, is important. Mm. Like you said, life isn't just one thing. Yeah. Right. So you see people, you hear stories of people that just give their all to business mm. and work. Matter of fact, the, the cool example I heard uh, from an entrepreneur once, I think I shared it with you. Yeah. You got three balls in life. Mm-hmm. Pause. You got the glass ball, steel ball, mm-hmm. and a rubber ball. Yep. The rubber ball is work. Mm-hmm. You drop it. That shit bounces back. It can bounce back. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really damaged. Mm-hmm. Bounces up. Bounce back. You got steel ball. Mm. Family. You drop it. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts hard. It, it, it hurts your toe. Yeah. It's going to hurt you. But, but it, it don't really damage it, ain't gonna it break, fully, yeah. Right? It ain't going to break. It'll it, damage the other shit around yeah, it. It yeah. might damage the floor, yeah. which is like the kids yeah, and all that yeah. shit. But yeah. You can bring it back to life. Yeah. You can pick it up again. You got the glass ball. Ooh. Your health. Drink some water. You drop that ball. <laughs> that shit is broke, <laughs> There's man. no coming back. You can't bring you, it back. There's no coming back, man. You fuck around have a... Have a heart attack yeah, or something. You get shit. one heart unless you get a transplant. You know and even then, it's it like. It's going to be the same. Yeah, Shout out to the transplants, though. Yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? You damage your lungs. You Anything like yeah. shit. It's, it's, there's no coming back from that it's one. It's a glass ball. Right. You know, period. You, you drop your health, it's done. It's shattered. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, to say all that to say, you, you got to balance those things. Yeah. Right. 
you know, we're we trying to build successful businesses. We got dreams, but we need balance. So that don't mean, shit, I let my family go. Yeah. Don't mean I let my health go. It don't mean I let my, my interests go. Yeah. Right. That, so, that's a bit, you know, even like, because now, I'm, you, you know, we're talking about balance. We're talking mm-hmm. about the rubber, the steel, and the glass ball. Mm-hmm. They all got different weights. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? True. And so when you think about, like, balancing, mm-hmm. like, the one that I think is the easiest mm-hmm. to drop, mm-hmm. the lightest one, that you would be like, I ain't got to put too much stuff over there. Like, yeah. But if you drop it, it's finito. Your health is real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Family is probably the heavier rubber or family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the family one, you're going to like, it's the heaviest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's the heaviest, but mm-hmm. it's like uh, oftentimes, you know, we try to like cheat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or get someone else to help. Yeah. But yeah, like. Yeah. Balance is crucial, yeah, man. No, hundred percent. And you know, how I see it. Lastly, is like, I don't know how I see it, but balance is important. Yeah, balance yeah. is important, man. Yeah. And in all areas of life, you know, you talk about. I, I that's what I was saying. I've always valued being balanced, mm. right? From an athlete, right? I want to play all the sports and be good at all of them. Mm. I want to, you know, be good at school. I want to be the cool guy. Mm-hmm. I want to get girls. I want to be balanced. Yeah. There is a line of too balanced, too balanced, mm. right? Because when you're too balanced, now you just you ain't moving. You flat. You steady. You too steady. So Gee. there's a there's a there's a line in balance. There's always a grain of salt. Yeah. Right. So you know I think it's important to yeah you might you might need to go in some directions. Yeah. And and put some focus in some place. You can't be a spread yourself too thin. No. Because you balance, but. You spread over 10 different things. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, a key part of it is, like, you know, Navelle brought up, the, like, the, you know, the foundational balance, family, mm-hmm. work, and health. Mm-hmm. But then each, in all of those things, too, there's balance in each of those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you got, like, in work specifically, like, you don't want to work on just one project mm-hmm. all the time. You want to make sure, you you know, you're keeping a balance in that with family. You know, if you're only going on trips, mm-hmm. that's your family. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. No, sometimes you just might need to kick it and chill mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? So you got to have a balance inside of the things that you balance. Balance inside the balance. Right? So, yeah, balance is big. So whoever wrote that, man, like, Shout out to I ain't going to lie. At first, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about balance? <laughs> right? Like, he just wrote balance. But that's big because, you know, he gave us the opportunity. I don't think it was a he. Why just assume he? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I speak in God language, I guess. Right, like the Bible, they always use he. Like mm-hmm. if we don't know, they use he. But okay. I, I, you know, real shit. Like whoever that person was, mm-hmm. yeah, that was up. No balance no, is for dope. sure. Show. Next one we got. Teach me how to make money when I got no money. Mm. And they put a crying faces, but this is real. That's it. This is real, man. Yeah. Making money when you got no money is real. Cause man, we be having. I've been doing the side hustle Sundays, mm. and. A part of that is to, you know, show you like shit. It don't gotta be some grand elaborate scheme, like no. You could do something simple. But some of the shit do cost money. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we bought jet skis. We needed ten grand to do that. Twelve, bro. You're right, shit. We had to drive there, we had to rent a truck, a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Tent. You know, there were some that we started with lower. But anyway, oftentimes you need money to make money. Mm. But you can make money without money. So w- what's your thoughts there? I mean, money first is an idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just an idea. It's an exchange. Mm-hmm. Right? So, really, you don't have to have money to have value. Mm-hmm. And you could trade that value for our currency. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I think that's, like, really the first part of understanding that. But, 
you know, there's so many ways where you can make money when and you don't I think have to, to double to double down with you and to give you more perspective value mm. we're, we're exchanging so when i'm buying something i'm just giving you that value yeah i can buy it with cash yeah i could buy it with time yeah or i could buy it with with some other form of value mm -hmm. it could be my skill set it could be something at so mm -hmm. you know a lot of people are, you know just because you don't have financial right cash at the time yeah don't limit yourself to what you think you can do like you could say to someone yeah Hey, you got a tent? Mm -hmm. Use a tent, two thousand dollar tent. All right, I want to buy it from you. I don't got money, but I'll offer <clears throat> thirty hours of my time. To, right? To, do you need something done? Exactly. Or shit, I I'm good at this. Yeah. I'm good at I don't know editing. Right. I'll edit. You got videos you need edit. Right. So you know you can make that. Now you're started. You just 100%. bought this thing, and now you're off to the races. You right? got something in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So so to get to that first kind of you know monetary capital thing. You know, use what's in your toolbox. And then also, too, like, you know, wholesaling, mm -hmm. right? Like, I learned a lot about wholesaling in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of the key concepts that I didn't really understand at the time. But when I really kind of unpacked that shit, it's like, all right, cool. But the whole idea of wholesaling, anything is like, Navelle has something. Jonathan wants to buy it. Mm. Navelle don't have access to Jonathan or Jonathan don't have access to Navelle. Mm -hmm. Something is wholesale. Navelle, mm -hmm. listen, if I get this sold for you at this price... Would you sell it? Mm -hmm. Let's go into agreement. All right, cool. Then you go to this guy and sell it to him for like five dollars more. Yeah, you just you didn't have to have no money to make that deal. So like, you know, there's ways to be in a market without having the actual asset. The actual asset. Yeah. OPP. Like other and people's other money. People's property. Right. Yeah. You know, you look at Airbnb real estate. Mm. Oh, I, Airbnb. Crazy. Right? I got the knowledge. I know how to run Airbnb. Here is this family that has a summer house, mm -hmm. a cottage. They only go up there. Four weekends in the summer. Yeah. Rest of the year is open. Yeah. No one's there. Okay, hey, Joe and Janet, I know how to run Airbnb. I'll do the management. I'll do everything you needed. You just open the door for me. Give right. me the keys. You're going to make this amount of money that you weren't making before. Yeah. And I, I do the rest. People right? are building businesses off of other people's shit. Netflix. Like, yeah. You see all the time. Netflix owns no, well, they're starting to make content now. They started without movies. They, they had no movies. Uber has no cars. Airbnb got Airbnb no hosts. Airbnb has no hosts. Who else? That's a bunch of them. That's bro. all kind of them. The bank don't even got no money. <laughs> the bank got no money. <laughs> they right. got your money. Yeah, exactly. right? But then they Yo, started, they had no money. Copy the bank. The bank don't got no money. For sure. But they just lending it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They taking Navelle money and lending it to Jonathan. Jonathan mm -hmm. is doing real good off of Navelle, mm -hmm. man. But yeah, yeah, you know, being creative, other people's property, using your time. And your value to, mm -hmm. to trade value. And it was a third one. But, but you know, ultimately, it comes down to being creative. And also, you know, we think it takes a lot of money to, to start. Yeah. Man, if you got $200, I'm sure some, most people got $200, shit you can start. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Apple. We started in his garage. He had an old computer, Steve Jobs. Yeah. He didn't have an office. He just had a computer, and he got to work, right? So, you know, a lot of times we think, we got to have these elaborate amount of mm. uh, this elaborate amount of money to to start things when you start where you're at and five businesses you could start with 200 smooth bucks. meal prep we started with 0 dollars uh, just five businesses give me five right now oh. like right now to the person that's listening i'm gonna test your skills 
Give me. Give I was. Me, I didn't even hear your question. I was giving another example, but go ahead. Give me five businesses you could start with two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Kayak rentals. Hey, sorry, not two hundred dollars. No, actually, kayak rentals. You could buy a used kayak for two hundred dollars. Start renting that out. I got one. Camping gear. I just think rentals. Buy and sell iPhones. How right? You can do that. You could just buy an iPhone for oh, two hundred yeah, dollars yeah. on on Kijiji and then put an ad up right after for two fifty. Like it's it's for crazy sure. what you could do. Like you know, if you just got the patience, like you could do some shit. Two hundred. What else? I'm gonna give you one more. Two hundred bucks, lemonade stand. Lemonade. Yeah, you could you could start a mean lemonade stand lemonade. with two hundred dollars, man. Lemonade for might sure. sound taboo, but that two hundred might turn into two thousand. For sure, for sure. There's a lot you can do with two hundred. Yeah, you could run an Instagram ad. You could run an yep. ad. Yeah. You know, without no product, yep. and then kind of host like again. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. could run a paid ad for something, get a bunch of get sales, the cash in, and get then a buy bunch it. of sales, and then buy it. And that's all I was saying with smooth meal prep. That's how <clears> we started. <throat> we started with zero. Mm. We said we're offering this product. We got customers to put the order in by Friday. We went and bought the groceries with the money that they gave us on yeah. Friday, on Saturday, cooked the food Sunday, and bootstrapped yeah. it from there. Yeah, you could start with nothing for sure. Power Good zero. question. Good question for sure. Mm-hmm. Another one we got. Someone asked about seventy five hard, so I'll, I'll just chat about that real quick. Yeah, if you've seen me doing the seventy five hard challenge in a couple phases after that, uh, really just a challenge that kind of prepares your mind and body. It's a fitness challenge, but it's a lot more than that. So just about seven tasks. One, no alcohol for seventy five days. Two, Jeez. two, we got to read ten pages a day. Three, two workouts a day, 45 minutes. One has to be outside. No, four, no cheap meals. Five, take a picture. Yeah, take a picture of yourself. And I might be missing some, But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, the challenge, it really helps you create habits, lose bad habits, and drink a gallon of water a day, mm. right, for 75 days. Yeah, I lost, like, 20 pounds doing it. and But the big part of it was building those habits. You know, I was in a place where not working out as much as I wanted to and not eating as well. Yeah, again, for 75 days, you know, helped create and cement those habits that existed long after that. Mm. But, yeah, it's challenging, and it's it's uh, a real task, but we're definitely worth it in the end. So, shout out 75 hard. Mm, next, we had goal setting and then creating processes to actually achieve that shit. I think that's big. I think a lot of times people, we talk about goal setting a lot. And people set goals. Mm-hmm. You talk about writing it out. Okay, you wrote it out. You set a goal. You manifested it. But then what? Right. Right? What was the plan or the process to, to create, to make that real? Right? So I definitely think that's, a, that's an yeah, important Yeah, I think, piece. you know, it's like a map. You know what I mean? And I think it's it's not even just, I think a process is like telling you what speed to drive and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like kind of telling you to do what to do when this happens. So I think. Processes are so important. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's one of the things we learned a lot about in, in our business is the lack of processes that we had mm-hmm. and how limiting you are when you don't have them in place. You're just kind of going off of the field. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's why if you look at like the good sports organizations, I, I would like to see their process of how they do shit. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like they got like, you know, when you think about like the New England yep. and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. and, you know, these organizations that like, 
they just they always find a way to win. Like they don't mm-hmm. win every year, but like they find a way. I'm pretty sure that they have like a really cool process 100%. when it comes to drafting, when it comes to re-signing players, when Hiring it comes coaches, to all that shit. Training camp, yeah, like getting the, the players to bond. Exactly right. right? It's an or- the organization wins. Yeah, and you, it's clear because year after year, it's different players, different people in the organization, but mm-hmm. they're still they still win. Yeah, right. And so you know, I, I think. Yeah, like it's one like every team, like you know, every team in the NFL is trying to. Their goal is to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's the, every team's goal. Yeah, is to win a Super Bowl. But then their process don't always align with what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, people different teams are in different markets. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we've seen teams that are in small markets win Super Bowls. Yeah, we've seen teams in small markets win NBA titles in every sport. Like so. You know, I think just really tapping into that process. Some teams might have a 10-year turnaround. Mm-hmm. Some teams, you know, like the Lakers, we're we looking for championships at least once every five years, mm-hmm. right? So I think just really figuring out that process is, is important for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, yeah. you know, breaking the goals down and creating that map. So, you know, one of the things we, we've done with, with Smooth Meal Prep and, and, and our companies is, okay, we'll set a – beginning of the year strategy session mm-hmm. we want to make five hundred thousand dollars this mm-hmm. year all right well what does that look like per quarter yeah all right so then we're breaking our our year down into 90 day mm-hmm. increments and we meet every 90 days and so we got a meeting this this week this week yeah we meet every 90 days and set the plan and set the set the targets and the goals yeah. and okay what does this week look like then yeah. we're, we're scheduling the calendar yeah all right this day this day this day and again it's one thing to have the goal it's another thing to, you know, break that goal down yeah. and create actionable Process. items and, and processes and systems to lead you there. Because a lot of it is just checkpoints. Exactly. People will write goals and then checkpoints. Exactly. But it's like, well, how are you going to do it? What's your strategy? Your mm-hmm. process is your strategy. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, yeah, process is real. You yeah. know, I think if anybody in business, any in life, I don't mm-hmm. really know like the life process, but I think we're getting closer to it. Um, but in business, you definitely need processes to line up with your goals. 100%. Next, we got a question, step-by-step, step, how to invest. Ooh. So, I mean, I'll give a step-by-step step breakdown, quickly, overview, and then some more kind of general advice. But, yeah, one, the best way is to invest yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So not going through a mutual fund or someone else they, they take fees and you can do the same yourself so in canada at least one you go to your bank um, ask them to open a self-directed tax-free savings account if you don't want to use a bank if you you can use quest trade well simple all these places you can manage your own account pretty simple to open up from there buy stocks you believe in yeah right and even a, a second piece uh, around buying stocks you believe in even easier Buy index funds, mm. right? buy ETFs, and we've talked about that before, I think. Um, but, yeah, index funds are simply you can, rather than buy one stock, you can buy the market. Yeah. So you can buy the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies. ETFs, you can buy the top 20 tech companies. Mm. You can buy the, all the emerging companies in Brazil. You can buy oil companies. Yeah. I got an ETF that follows all the chip companies, people that make chips. So you could bet on those markets. And there's people that, you know, do all the work for you. Mm-hmm. You just even a step before that, that, I think, you know, 
first is coming up with the formula. Yeah. I, I think that's the first step, like whatever the amount of money you make, mm-hmm. deciding what amount of that money you're going to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, richest man in Babylon, right? Where, you know, you take in 100% of your money and you say, all right, 10% I'm going to invest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Navelle speaking to more of like, the avenues and directions of places where you would actually, the tools you would use mm-hmm. to go invest. And I'm speaking more to like, you know, your actual money deciding yep. what's that religious, mm-hmm. you know, shout to the savings club again, what's that religious amount that you're going to kind of put aside for your future self yep. and not just saving it now, but then the next step of it is investing it and allowing those babies to have babies mm-hmm. or, you know, treating your money like a slave and yep. letting your slave have babies mm-hmm. and slave them out. And enslave those babies. And enslave those babies. Money, legal slavery. Legal slavery. Psh, let your money be slaves. Yeah. That's the only time slavery is slavery. good. The only slavery <laughs> I want to hear about is, money, is money slaving. Let them slaves work till they can't work no more. And yeah. then when they have kids, let, let them, them work slave. too. So what that means is. And, and breed them. Breed them. <laughs> so boom, <laughs> I, got, I got money. I invest my 10000 Those are my slaves. My first 10000 they're my slaves. Yeah. I let them slaves go work and have babies. 2000 a they year. They made more money. Yeah. Right? So now I put them slaves at work. Mm-hmm. You're not letting them slaves them, off, the, off the, the kids, plantation. The kids got to work. Yeah. <laughs> go go out there and get some cotton. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's and crazy. now when they have babies, then, okay, you, some can work. And then you want to eat off of those. You yeah. want to eat those babies. Yeah. The, eat off of the babies. Eat the grandchildren. Eat, eat the, the slaves' grandchildren. Yeah. Right? Your great grandkids. Yeah. If you can get to the place where you eating the great, great grandkids, that's mm. perfect. That's when you on another level of slave master. Yeah. But money is a terrible master, but a wonderful, wonderful servant. Slave. Servant. Servant, slave, all the same. <clears throat> Let your money slave, man. Cool. And someone asked us a question that we just what percentage of your net worth to invest? My net worth? Mm-hmm. Frig. Your net worth? Uh, your net worth, I mean, you know. To me, like it all should be in some form of vehicle yeah. of in- investment. Um, even your your cash savings, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or y- yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's equation that for for different people, it's it's different. Um, you know, but one I would say, we want your cash. If your cash is not being invested, is losing money, hundred percent inflation. Yeah. So you just leave your cash in the mattress. In ten years, that hundred thousand might be worth eighty thousand. Yeah, right. Buying power for sure. Right. So you know, in in that sense, we might want every, everything invested. Okay, there's different Tools. risky, not so risky, real estate. You know, there's different tools and different vehicles. But you know, I think that question depends on. And then you say, you know, then when you get into your money that's invested, mm-hmm. then there's percentages. Some people say five, ten percent crypto. Twenty percent, thirty percent stocks. Yeah, forty percent or thirty thirty percent bonds. Just a percent. So yeah, I mean, you know, simplest answer: What percentage of your net worth should you invest? I'm I'm gonna say all of it. That that's your net worth. But if we're talking about your income, how much of your income should you invest? It depends on where you're at in your life. But you know, on average, I would say you should be looking at like anywhere from thirty to forty percent of your income going towards investment. Um, if you want to like accelerator plan, you might want to flip it and go 70% of your income, 
you're investing and the rest you live off of. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to live off of less Yeah. than, you know, that's me personally. Like I said, that's why, you know. Yeah, it's, it's tough and it's different for everyone. People say, oh, man, well, how am I going to live off of that? Yeah. Right? I mean, you'd be surprised. How much money you spend you on know, bullshit. You know, how much money and, and how much money you could save. And it's all of us, right? But I think finding what your your magic number and looking to squeeze that mm. because the number you think you can do, you could do more. But again, that's your goals and, and how how much how where you want to get in life. Yeah. So right? your net worth, I think all of your money and your net worth should be in some sort of form of investment, even if it's like you know something that ain't gonna lose money, like mm-hmm. just something, like For sure. right. Another good question that came through. Is it smart to go in the business you see successful or one you're passionate about? Crypto might be taking off. Like, okay, that's successful. I should go do that, but I'm not passionate about it. But you might be passionate about cooking. Mm. So do you go into the cooking business or do you go into the business because it's because it's successful? Personally, I believe, you know, what you do for work and what you do for for life I think that, you know, they should be separate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just me personally. A lot of people say, find where your passion is and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think sometimes money can screw those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I want to kind of, I, I like to separate how I get money from the things that I'm passionate about. You know, me personally, I'm going to look for, I'm looking where the success is at. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go into business where success exists, where there's opportunity for success. And I'm going to make lots of money. And then with that money, I'm going to go do the things that I'm passionate about. You know, but that's just me. If you're somebody that like you just it just bothers you to get up and like make money. You know what I mean? Then, yeah, go go where your passion is. Like if you. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a good point to say that. Okay, we're we're passionate to to make money. Yeah. Right. That's kind of the the passion and in the game we're playing. We're passionate about business. Yeah. Right. A lot of people aren't passionate about that. Like, you know, spending their spare time starting more businesses and, and listening to business podcasts or yeah. whatever that is. You know, I, I hear a lot and I hear about a lot of different entrepreneurs. You know, they might have started this business mm-hmm. in this place. They didn't love it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't give it their all. Yeah. Because you, if you're not giving it at all, it's probably not going to win. Right. Right. But then they find something that they're passionate about. Uh, I was just listening to a podcast with Kayak. Okay. The the traveling company. Right. The guy, he just loved travel and loved, you know, he loved travel. He was building something before it didn't work, but he built this. And, yeah, he didn't really, he just was coming in, pouring time in every day. He was really mm-hmm. passionate about what he was doing. Uh, and because of that, the business was successful and won. So I, I definitely think it's, it's again, it's, it's the eyes of the beholder thing, um, but definitely worth noting that. You know, something you're passionate about, you're going to give more to, mm. right? And, and and to build a business, you're going to need to give. got to give all you got. You got to give so. all you got. And then when it gets tough, you're going to have to find something in. But if you're just, you just love what you build and, and yeah. you love what you're doing, that definitely makes it makes. And it I easy. mean, you know, the thing about it is you asked me, like you asked us mm-hmm. this the, the question. Yeah. And, and I think that's the part where like, you know, when you ask me, I, I, I read somewhere, actually it was Rich Dad Poor Dad, he said, mm-hmm. learn to do the things that you do not love with the same passion, passion. of things that you love. Yep. 
And, yo, that shit changed my life because mm-hmm. I, I just, that's how I attack life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so if I'm passionate about socks, mm-hmm. but they ain't making no money, but I hate hats and they making money, I'm going to sell those hats the same way the same way as if they were socks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to make a sock collection. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, to each is its own. For but sure. this is, that's how I'm going to rock it. Yeah. Nope. That makes sense. Online business ideas. Ideas of businesses online. And, you know, I mean, I would say anything. Yeah. The right. online world is yeah. so broad and wide. E-commerce and uh, is, is here to stay. Everything that can be bought can be found online. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, the idea would, would be, you know, go look at some industries that are still behind um, you know, some people that are still <laughs> that are still slanging on the brick and mortar. I, I was, you said right? industries that are behind online. Yeah. I was, I don't know why, but my brain went to like crack and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I, I think I just read a tweet recently that whoever first, like, if niggas could sell crack online. online. Yeah. They probably of, already doing it. It just ain't mainstream yet. <laughs> you watched, uh, what's it called? Startup? Yeah. Uh, what's that website? Whatever the website they were building on a startup with the Haitian, yeah, 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 selling cracked Arachnet, yeah, Arachnet, yeah. But yeah, I mean, look at some industries that are behind it. Man, it might be construction, mm. right? How can you bring construction to e-commerce, mm-hmm. right? Where you know, right now they still got salesmen that come out to your door there, yeah. and say, "Hey, you looking for?" It's like, "No, here, here's online. Here's the quotes. Here's the e-marketing, mm-hmm. and boom." There's a ton. There's a ton of industries. I mean, even when you look at, like, industries that are, are still doing good, I think there's still room oh, yeah. for, like, people to enter in them, mm-hmm. right? So I think, you know, businesses online, it's just you can kind of flip your switch. Mm-hmm. Like, pe- there's people that are, like, joining Amazon sales today, creating mm-hmm. those Amazon, and then they're making money tomorrow. Like, yeah, still you know drop I mean? shipping. Exactly. People still selling courses. People still yeah. in whatever. All of that shit is mm-hmm. still, still working, right? Uh, email um, marketing, digital yeah, marketing, finance, everyone's doing that, right? Like finance, DeFi, like all that shit. Like I think it's 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 out there. Like mm-hmm. specifically, I mean, I'm not really a big online shopper or nothing like that. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't really spend a lot of time online like that. So I don't really really know what's new. But like Navelle said, like if you could take the shit that ain't online and bring it online, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, I mean it, it. You see it happen all the day when they call when they talk about disruption and shit. And you know, people took peer to peer lending and put that online. Mm. Like, okay, my buddy needs twenty bucks. Yeah, we put it online Venmo and all this shit. Yeah, or they took banking, right? And and getting loans and put that online. Mm-hmm. You don't got to go to the bank. You just p- submit your papers and we approve you or not approve you based off of our algorithms and mm-hmm. all that shit. So online's real. Yeah, uh, and we just talked about banking, which brings to a next s- a segment, next question. Taking loans slash investment from external sources. What does that look like? I mean, I, I would start to say, you know, two sides to a coin, mm-hmm. always. Um, I'll, I'll talk about two pieces. I'll talk about one in the business side of things, and two in kind of the, the nonprofit world, because mm-hmm. we see that a lot, uh, grants and shit. Yeah. Um, so make sure we come there. But one in, in in business, you know, investment 
speeds up your process, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you hear a lot of businesses, they raise, they, t- they talk about their raising, right? Mm-hmm. They raise a million dollars. They raise $2 million or whatever. Those businesses, they can accelerate faster mm-hmm. because they got a million dollars poured into them. They can go yeah. higher. They can create elaborate marketing schemes. They have the capital to, to do what they need to do, even on smaller businesses, us. We were in, in, in our kitchen at home. We, we got a loan to get our own kitchen space. It, it improved our capacity. Mm. You know, it allowed us to have to do more shit. We were able to go mm-hmm. further, faster. On the other side of that coin, a lot of times with, with those businesses that, that take on all this money, mm-hmm. you kind of flood yourself. Right. Right? So that's a good quote you hear all the time. Businesses don't die from starvation. They die from indigestion. Yeah. So they don't die because they're starving. They die because they're eating too, they're much. Eating too much. too much on the plate. Mm-hmm. So when you get that large sum of money kind of poured in, a lot of shit that comes with it. Yeah. Secondly, in those scenarios with those big investments, you all, you're often giving up something. Mm. Equity. Decisions. You know, decisions, whatever. Same with like if you look at a rapper. Yeah. Right? Independent versus label deal. All right. The label poured in a million dollars into me to give me a million dollar check. I took that investment. They blew me up. I got all their resources. But I ain't making no money. It was great at first, but then when on the back end, when I'm 20 years in and they still own my masters. Yeah. Shit. What if I just grinded that out, bootstrapped yeah. that, and, and made and it And it took myself. me 20 years. Exactly. I made more money. So, you know what you I mean? Know, and that's the, that's the equation. Yeah. Right? And I, I think, you know, that's the, the part. Like, a lot of these questions... There is no right mm-hmm. answer. I think it's all situational. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it depends on the situation. It depends on you. It depends on your plan. It depends on, like, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It depends on your skills and mm-hmm. your capabilities, mm-hmm. your capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if your capacity is at, like, a, you know, $10,000 cap business, yeah. you borrowing hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't going to make sense. Mm-hmm. You're going to shit the bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you want to make sure that, like, you're borrowing at your growth rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to over leverage yourself. You don't want to give up too much equity. And then even on a small time, like, you know, if, if you're a small business, cause like I've done a lot of micro loans personally mm-hmm. into like small businesses, you know what I mean? Like where it's like, I see somebody with a good idea. I think that, you know, they, they're high character person and they just need that couple bucks to kind of get them going. Like mm-hmm. I've literally took money in my own pocket and be like, here, you know, boom. And it's always been, like a loan, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's been like a loan. But I find too, everyone that I've done that with, I always see the same pattern. I see them, they start buying shit mm-hmm. that's like f- six months later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, there, yeah. They're, yeah, like they're, they'll start doing shit with that money that's six months later where it's mm-hmm. like, no, stay in, stay in pocket and do what you got to do to get to that six months. Mm-hmm. You kind of take this money to give you that breathe easy shit. Mm-hmm. And then get there. So, you know, it, it all depends. But yeah. then I, I've, there's been successes where, like, you know, frig, like they needed the money for a specific situation mm-hmm. that was like right now. They banged it out and then they made that shit change their life. So, like, you know, it depends. It all depends on you. But I think, if anything, the advice I could give somebody is, you know, burrow at your capacity. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I would secondly, have a plan, mm. right? You know, you don't just borrow and now we're just going to spend. It's, we're borrowing this to do something, create more capacity, yeah, invest and go further, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much, pretty much, we're just investing. It's an investment, yeah, right. So, you know, not just borrowing to borrow because real quickly, 
you can become over leveraged mm-hmm. and damn, when I when it's time to repay, yeah, shit hits the fan. But but yeah, definitely being mindful of that, I think is is super important. Another question we had is, is hiring your first employee and growing your team. What's your thoughts there? When do you think someone needs to hire their first employee? So it depends on how you you know justify like the whole concept of employee because like in a business when you're starting a business there might be like five roles. Mm-hmm. Let's just use five roles as an example. So like your business may not be able to even start without one of those roles. Mm-hmm. So if you technically need that employee yeah. to start your then you have to start your business. But if you're in a business where like there's duplication mm-hmm. and it's somebody that's kind of following your lead like now we're just building our capacity like here's my offering i can do 10 in a day but there's a market for me to do 50 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i I don't think that you should look to hire an employee until you're booking 11 a day Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like or you know you're booking 11 or you're booking 15 a day yeah you know what i'm saying where now it's like all right you and that person can split it there's still a little bit of money to kind of go make Mm -hmm. but like you know if you're in a business where you need that other person mm-hmm. to even begin, I think, you know, then you need to have a right, the right plan and maybe look to fundraise the right amount of money to be able to give yourself that runway to go mm-hmm. do that. So it all depends what's situational. But, yeah, I think, yeah, you will know, like when your problems become overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like not your inconveniences because a lot of times people mix up inconvenience with like you know capacity problems Mm -hmm. i think you know and there's a big difference in business like that's just inconvenient for me yeah you know what i mean like it's it's inconvenient Mm -hmm. okay cool but like i gotta wait till it becomes like a capacity issue is hindering me from reaching my maximum capacity because you don't want to do something before your customers catch up exactly you know what i mean exactly and yeah i mean I, i would agree i think you know with everything Again, there's no one answer, mm-hmm. um, but I think the 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 way to look at it is, you know, we 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 come from the school of hiring early, mm. right? That that's how we did our business, but it w- it was intentional, strategic, yeah. right? And our thoughts were, we're gonna hire early to to have people to do the work, mm-hmm. so then we go do other work, right? And to to build the business and to bring more business in, mm-hmm. right? So if you're if you're looking at it from a perspective of that sort, where Okay, here's a business I'm building. I'm making pizzas. Mm. I'm gonna bring someone in immediately to make the pizzas, rather yeah. than me make the pizzas, so yeah. I can go sell the pizzas, right, and market the pizzas and, and grow the the business. Mm-hmm. So you know, thinking of it from that point, where okay, shit, if, but that has to have a plan, and you can do that early, yeah. but then it's okay. Now make sure you're going to do right the shit that needed be to be done. A lot of people will hire somebody. You know, because it's cool, like, oh, I got an employee. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, like, now you got a bill, bro. And that's the thing, because very quickly, indigestion, mm-hmm. too much on you, yeah. right? You, you you, you, weren't able to consume that because you made that decision too too fast. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have the plan of, of, of what actually was to, to supposed to happen. So, yeah, you know, that shit around, it's, it's not, employees is not cool. It's no. not a, it's not a cool thing. It's not cool to have an office if you don't need an office no you do what you need and if it makes sense everything you do is an investment yeah right and you have to you have to have a explanation and a plan for that investment yeah right 
and then you know secondly around growing your team you know i would say super important piece mm -hmm. no one's gonna get nowhere by themselves or very hard to get somewhere by yourself so building your team again strategically mm -hmm. right finding the pieces that you need finding people that are good at the things you aren't good at. Right. Right. Or complimentary players can do the things that you don't want to do. Right. So when you're looking early on, and this is the part as well, what we're growing your team in, in smaller businesses, startup businesses, it doesn't have to always be an employee. Mm. It could be someone that is over there. If I'm good at engineering, they're good at sales. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm building a site or building whatever. They're good at selling. Okay. What's up? Yo, here, 30%, 40% yeah. of the business. And, Let's build a forward. And a lot of people say, well, man, well, give, that's a lot to give up. Well, we talk about it all the time. You want 100% of 5,000 yeah. or 40% of or 60% or of a million. Yeah. Right? That, the math just makes the sense. The math makes so sense. So then it comes down to, like, you know, getting there faster and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I add to, to the team is, you know, when I was doing my own thing in business and shit like that, I could never really get them off the ground. You know what I mean? Like, nothing could ever get past a go. Like, yeah, they were operational and they were doing their thing, but they could never really get to that next level. And so, you know, I was just fortunate enough that, you know, you were my brother. Um, you had the complementary skills mm -hmm. to kind of come. And so when we started these things, it just it was just easy connecting and, and, and it just went. Mm -hmm. So I, I looked at that and I'm like, you know what? Like, the next thing that I do, I'm a partner up quicker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I'm 100%. a I'm a I'm a partner up quicker with somebody. I'm a I'm a create the team. I'm mm -hmm. gonna be like, yo, what what do I like? What do I what am I good at? What I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna just go find those people. Here's the idea and just bring them into this threshold and you know, for mm -hmm. what whatever they bring to the table, that's their value, that's what they're gonna get in return and yeah. then we just go. Cause, yeah. you know, I, I think you get there a hell of a lot faster with a strong team. That's huge and I episode I was listening to recently, I think it might have been Dropbox that the guy was building. So, you know, it was a guy, the the sales guy, the CEO. Mm -hmm. He was looking to hire a website designer, a, a builder, to build a website. They're very, very important to build a website. So an engineer they call him. So he was like, Yeah, I'm looking to hire an engineer and give him a hundred thousand dollars worth of sales and five percent. Mm -hmm. He was talking to this other engineer that had been built companies before. He's like, Nah, I mean, I'm not looking for a job. I'm already mm -hmm. paid. He's like, oh, what, what, what would you take to join the business? The guy said, the only way I'm joining is 50%. Co-co-partner. Mm. He said, deal. Yeah. Right? So he went from wanting to just hire someone for 100,005% right. to partner up. And this is before the business. This is just the idea. Yeah. Boom. He has a, another partner that can, he's not getting there if it wasn't for him. No, straight. Right? So, you know, those pieces. And around. you don't got to spend 100K. Exactly. No, he still had to spend the hundred k. Oh, he he had him with the hundred k and the <laughs> and the and was it. But now I'm coming in as your co-founder. Yeah, I'm gonna give you all I got. Right. Rather than I'm not just working for you. I would have doubled back, but like I'm gonna give you fifty k. You and, know what I mean? Yeah, it was a crazy deal. <laughs> right. I didn't understand, but you know, well, so he wasn't coming to hire him. He mm. was coming to find him to because he knew he was tapped in with all the dudes, all right. the engineers. So he was gonna give him someone. He said, "Man, would you do it?" Yeah. He said, well, that's the only way I'll do it. Straight. Well, shit, here. Let's go. Right? Expertise. Expertise. Find the experts. Man. We'll get to one more before we wrap this one. Flew by shit. Keys to managing multiple streams of income, this person says. And ultimately, just kind of multiple streams of income. 
You gotta be disciplined. You gotta be organized. Yeah, I, I'm gonna swing back. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I would say first the importance of multiple streams of income. Simple math: all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. This thing goes down. What's next, mm-hmm. right? And really, you just want to bring in as many ways mailbox money. You yeah. want money coming in 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 a lot of different streams, a lot of different avenues. There is a balance again with everything. Where okay, shit, you spread too thin. Mm-hmm. It's too many different places. You're not giving enough energy to this one stream that right. could be rather than it giving you ten thousand, it's giving you a hundred thousand. If you just gave it more energy and time, and it depends on how those streams are flowing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if those streams are flowing, you know, with your time, then mm-hmm. you don't want to have a bunch. But if like those streams of incomes are are already built and mm-hmm. just kind of on autopilot, then mm-hmm. you know you could have a lot of streams of mm-hmm. income. But I also think too. You got to have discipline. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to be organized. You got to know, like, a lot of times with me, like, I've been, lately I've been creating, opening new bank accounts mm-hmm. for every new form of business mm-hmm. because it was getting real confusing when you're looking at all this different money coming in and out and you're not really knowing where it's going. So, like, I, I hadn't been, I guess, mindful that, like, you know, this business was actually losing money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, this one thing over here is losing money mm-hmm. because it's all going into one pile. Yeah. And then when I started to separate them, then I started to see what needed my attention. So you know, when you have multiple streams of income, I, I think it's important that you have, you know, a real organization going on so yep. that you can kind of see what's happening with each one, so that you're able to identify like the pitfalls, like sooner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's key, and I think you know for us. We got a lot of different things happening. Yeah. Some things happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. You know, two food businesses are in the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar, same, some of the same employees, a mm-hmm. lot of crossovers. But, and then we got other things where, you know, rentals and things of that sort. So, mm-hmm. key piece, like you said, different bank accounts, um, organization, having those different systems and, and clarity mm-hmm. and really trying to separate those as much as possible. 100%. Right? So, you know, even Smooth Meal Prep, R&B Kitchen, it's a lot of the same things happening, but it's different meetings. It's different conversations. When mm-hmm. we got this hat, we got this hat. Different bank accounts. It's different accountants, mm-hmm. different managers. And, you know, really keeping that separation as much as possible, especially when there's crossover. Because, yeah, you want to see, like, Okay, shit. This is this is losing. This mm-hmm. is winning. This is winning this much. Mm-hmm. Here's how it's winning. You need the most information as possible to yeah. to make to decisions. Make decisions, right? And if it's all lumped up together, um, it's, it's hard it's to challenge, right? Yeah. Even you know when we look at some of the lower level shit, some of the side hustle shit. Right now, okay, it's not bank account stage yet, but it's notes, yeah. right? <laughs> here's this note. Here's here's all the revenue here. Here's all the revenue here, yeah. right? And then. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I get fucked because it's all in my, it's all in the bank account. Right. So now I got my personal life. Yeah. Okay. Boom. I spend this money. Oh shit. Then I gotta go double back and, but keeping that clarity to know that mm-hmm. always here's how much, here's how much, here's how much, and yeah, really, really like you said, organizing and and keeping some form of system of separation mm-hmm. amongst the two. And, and maybe and, if that question was you know flip it and reverse it. What if it means, you know, how do I get multiple streams mm-hmm. of income? That's true. You know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll say, again, discipline. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just finding things that are separated from each other. Like finding, mm-hmm. you know, something and then you invest, you put your money into that. And then 
you know, you okay, that's going. Mm-hmm. Can let me do something else that's kind of separate and different from that, mm-hmm. and then let me get that going and invest into that. Let me take, you know, let me take the slaves from yeah. this basket mm-hmm. and start creating a new basket. Straight, and I mean, you know, when we look at our, we call it the B and B, the brothers in business. Um, a lot of that is pretty much just trying to create as many passive incomes and streams as mm-hmm. possible. Some of the high side hustle shit you see is it was that. We might have started with I don't know. Maybe we started with we we started a long time ago, mm-hmm. but in a more new form, maybe jet skis. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom, made some money off that. Then we went and bought the car. Yeah. Okay, boom, make some money off that. We already had the tent. Okay, yeah. the tent. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom, take those babies. We buy a vending machine. Yeah. Take those babies, and we just, just keep, keep buying keep shit. Keep buying. Keep keep building. Yeah. And eventually, fuck, we got a million dollars worth of assets. And that are producing producing ten to twenty different streams, yeah, and yeah, right. So, but starting with one, yeah, exactly. starting with one, you and, need to have one income. And, and a piece first. I wanted to mention is because you made a good piece of, you can do similar shit. So we seen rentals was a big industry, mm-hmm. so we just started doing different rentals, yeah, tents, and just now we had a rental, and they said, man, we should have chairs. Okay, shit, we can get some chairs. Yeah. You can rent chairs. Okay, boom, now it's whatever else yeah. within that realm of, of, of space, but there's there's so many. Yeah. There's so many. The opportunities are endless, man. They sure are. That was some good questions. Good questions, though. man. Good questions. Thanks for tapping in mm-hmm. and uh and sharing some some of your shit that you had. But yeah, as always, much love. Uh, another day. Another Real dollar. Love. Real love. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. Shout out to Mary J. Real love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anytime, anytime you guys got some thoughts, share them with us. We, we love to chat and, and connect and chop it up. So that's what's up. You already know, man. Peace out. Peace out. Boom. I ain't a businessman. I'm a business, man. Now let me handle my business.